This is Live On Purpose Radio, episode 528. Ever been in a horrific accident? I was actually really lucky this time. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. And I'm not kidding on the title. I was really lucky this time. So last Wednesday, I'm on my way to the office to start the encore version of my webinar, How to Deal with Difficult People During the Holidays. We had, I don't know, 200 people signed up for this webinar. I'd done a little prep at home. Uh, answered some emails, did some administrative tests, and then middle of the day, I'm heading off to the office to, to start my webinar. I pull up to the intersection at the corner of 800 East and University Parkway. The light is red, so I stop. Of course, I'm a law-abiding citizen. When the light turns green, I proceed into the intersection. I didn't even know what hit me. Someone ran the red light at 40 miles per hour. The airbag explodes into my face as I see a streak of red just out of my peripheral vision over here on the right, which I assumed was whatever I had just hit or whatever had just hit me more accurately. I'm able to get the car, my my Toyota Tacoma truck. I'm able to get my little pickup truck off of the road on the other side of the street. Airbag has deployed. All of that chalky smoke is still settling down around me and into my throat, which is kind of a parched feeling. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation. And I am stunned. I'm, I, I was thinking about you. I was thinking about the people that I was about to serve in this webinar. And I didn't even know what hit me. Well, this lady was right behind me on the intersection. She saw the whole thing. She's able to follow me through the intersection, and she pulls off alongside of me and and asks me, are you okay? I think I am. I do a quick survey. All of the parts are still there. I don't seem to be bleeding or in severe pain. Anyway, I had a headache, and I was coughing a little bit from the airbag stuff. Um, But I was okay. At least I believed I was in that moment. She said, good, just stay there. I'll call the police. I'll tell them everything that I saw because I saw the whole thing. The guy ran a red light going about 40 miles an hour and hit you. That's the first I had heard of it. In fact, that's all I know about it is what she told me. Uh, that and all of the aftermath and the the photographs that I saw and the police report and everything else. But that wasn't going to come for a while yet. So she made sure I was okay. And then she went back across the street to make sure the other guy was okay. She had been the one who called the police. The police showed up within five or 10 minutes and started dealing with the other guy because he's on a main uh, crossroads 
um, obstructing traffic. There's a lot of debris in the road. You kind of know the routine, right? And so he's over there cleaning up and the other guy got a couple of citations um, because clearly was, was the one at fault for the accident. Anyway, it's about an hour before he gets back over to me. In the meantime, this angel lady in a minivan who had pulled over originally and said, are you okay? She came back over to take care of me. Basically, she said, no, you just sit, just chill. Do you need some water? I think you probably need some water. I've had an airbag go off before. I'm going to go get you some water. She disappears for maybe five minutes. She lives about a block away. And she just ran home, came back carrying water. And she brought me water and she, she talked to me. She asked if there's anybody I needed to call. She helped me just kind of track what was going on there on the accident scene as I was trying to, at the same time, get my team uh, to take care of the webinar, right? Because Dr. Paul is out of commission here on the side of the road. Anyway, um, after about an hour, uh, the police officer that was handling the accident had cleaned up the main thoroughfare there had got the other guy's car towed and came over to deal with me on my side of the street because I was out of the way. So I was low priority and nobody was hurt, thankfully. He comes over to deal with me. So my my little guardian angel is about to leave. And I said, wait, what's your name? And she said, it's Kate. And she, she smiled and I just thought, Kate, you're my angel. And I started to introduce myself to her because I hadn't even told her my name yet. I started to tell her what my name was, and she just put up her hand, and she said, I know who you are, and gave me just the sweetest smile. I know who you are. And then she told me this, and this just is part of the magic that happens if you're open to it. She said, about two years ago, you saved our family. What? I saved your family? We were having trouble with our 17-year-old. And we went to YouTube to see if we could get some ideas. We found you. The things that you taught us in those videos, we still use. It turned everything around. Thank you so much. It's been an honor to serve you today. (laughs) What? I did not expect that. That came out of the blue. I've I've heard the phrase before, tender mercies. I think tender mercies show up and bless our lives just when we need them to. There are, I remember an old Alabama song called Angels Among Us. There are angels among us. And it was so profound to me to realize that this woman had had served me for a full hour. Seriously just taking care of what I needed. And at some point during that hour, she realized how she knew me. And she was reflecting back on that and serving me with gratitude in her heart for how I had already served her. I had no clue this was happening other than she was just being so kind and helpful. I have a statue Uh, a small replica of the statue of responsibility that sits on my desk in my office. 
This statue by Gary Lee Price depicts two hands that are clasped. Um, and, and it comes from a larger uh, sculpture that Gary Lee Price did called The Ascent. Go look it up. You'll see images of it if you go Google it. The Ascent depicts two Native American warrior brothers who are scaling a cliff. And the, the brother who's up higher on the cliff is reaching down and clasping the hand of the brother who is lower to assist him in his ascent. That's where, where it comes from. Well, the Statue of Responsibility depicts just the hands. One is on top and one is down below. One is reaching up, one is reaching down. Which hand are we? I had a profound reminder as I was hit in an intersection at 40 miles an hour that I am both hands. And you are both hands. There are times when you are vulnerable and in need, like I was. And you, you are reaching up for some kind hand to reach down and support you in your ascent. And there are other times, and I think probably almost all times, <laughs> when there are people down below who are waiting for a hand up. Not a hand out, a hand up. And you are in position as I was with Kate years ago when I didn't even know who she was to reach down and offer what I have, which will hopefully assist that person who's reaching up. It was just such a profound reminder of that. And I have to tell you also, I try to practice what I preach. Okay, if you've known me for very long, um, you know that I, I specialize in positivity. And I'm not talking the trite, fluffy, just think positive that you hear from motivational speakers. I'm talking about understanding how your brain processes experiences like this one. And I've created a model that captures that. If you don't have the model, go grab it liveonpurposeradio.com slash the model. Okay. Can you remember that? The name of the podcast, liveonpurposeradio.com slash the model. I'll give you a PDF copy of exactly what I'm talking about. But I saw my brain do this when I was in this horrific accident. Now, I added the word horrific to the title because it increases the search. <laughs> Uh, power of the title. But notice that horrific is a judgment. Was it a horrific accident? Well, it totaled two vehicles and two drivers walked away uninjured. Wow. So that was an awesome accident. Wait, was it horrific or was it awesome? I don't know. Pick a position. You can make arguments for either. And I saw my mind do this as I was in that accident. I remember thinking, oh, this could have been so much worse. In fact, you know what? A half second difference in the timing would have put both of us in the hospital at least. If he would have T-boned me on the driver's side, it would have hurt him and me significantly. 
half a second is is what made the difference there. It could have been so much worse. And when I focus on how it could have been so much worse, I feel better about what happened. Now, that didn't repair the damage on my truck. But if I sit here and compare this accident to no accident, which isn't my reality at this point, then I feel worse about what I've got. Look, it is what it is. And even an accident like the one I've described to you is neutral. It's simply the circumstances or the context in which we get to apply these principles. I invite you to see that we think things about our circumstances. That's what causes our feelings. And those feelings can be, even in a painful, difficult, damaged situation like the one that I've described to you here today, it can be a rich, full, abundant experience and feeling that goes with it. I am not pretending to feel grateful. I am not pretending to be touched by the service that I received from Kate. I'm not pretending those things, you guys. That is real. And I think you might have felt it as I was sharing it with you. Will you just consider that? The, The principles that we teach here at Live On Purpose are for the purpose of assisting you in your ascent. The only reason I can even do that is because I made my way up that particular slope with the assistance of other people who have lifted me when I needed to reach up. We're both hands, folks. I hope you can do something with that. Go look up the Statue of Responsibility, too. I've got other stories I could tell about that because I've interviewed the sculptor, the guy who wrote the manifesto, the one who carried out uh, the wishes of Dr. Victor Frankel and Dr. Stephen Covey related to the statue. Go check it out. It's time live on purpose. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it and leave us a rating too. It's time now to live on purpose.